Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Gamers. I am joined today by... Hello, I'm Paladin356, or simply Pally. Well, as a, I'm glad that you decided to join me today, Pally. Thank oh. you very much. Oh, thank you for having me, having, giving me this opportunity. Oh, I'm glad that you consider it to be an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so um, tell me a little bit about yourself. What, what games do you like to play? Um, I'm, if I had to choose a genre, it would definitely be JRPGs. I love the story that they put forth. I, I love the fighting. Um, if second genre would probably be fighting games. I've, I grew up playing Street Fighter 2, mm. and uh, here we are up to Street Fighter 5 and all its reversions and stuff like that. And then I, I do also like music games. Um, I played some, played a lot of DDR, and then this game called Beat Mania, which was, it's a DJing game. Yes. And it's is that where you have to throw down the cards on top of each other? No, 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 no. Okay. That, um, no, be- basically Beat Mania is, it's kind of what DJ Hero, what, well, okay, it's different from DJ Hero, but it is a DJing game where yeah. you have a turntable and seven buttons, and like in DDR, when you hit the arrows, you've got to hit the corresponding button ah, gotcha. to the song. It's like, it seems it's freaking hard. That's like the end of the Simpsons game. Where oh you had to beat God in the dance in the DDR dance competition. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Spoiler alert. Anyway, <laughs> but it's, the game's been out for twenty years. Um, so, um, what would you say is your favorite game of all time, if you have one? I, I or, always, or, or or series, if you want. Um, well, fi- I'm I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, as I mentioned. Okay. I, I really love that series. I, it's crazy because I just bought two of the Ultimania. I think that's what they're called the ultimania art books that yeah. have all the information and i'm just like man i really love this series but next to that there's a series and when i say series i mean it had like two games a couple remakes and like yes. a side story it's lunar um it's silver it's, story complete yes, Blue. yes yes um eternal i consider eternal Blue to be one of my favorite jrpgs of all time yes not galleon oh Magic emperor galleon <laughs> I just remember that line. That, that, like, that whole sequence is one of the funniest, unintentionally funny moments yes. in that thing. Because, like, the way that he, that he like, yes. reveals himself to be the villain, just, yes. like, there were just these... I don't know if it was intentional by the voice actor, but, yeah. like... Yes. He made it sound like... Like he said, it was my coming out party. Is like, is he hinting that he was that he actually was also gay? Or yeah. <laughs> so it was really it, it. Like when we heard that, we're just like, wait, what? Exactly. It's like um, I don't know if it was the same voice actor, but in Onimusha two, they had Gogan Dantis, the the, the the demon, the expert demon, sword slayer, and okay. he's like, my name is Gogan Dantis, <laughs> the greatest swordsman of all oh, the demons. Man. Oh, I remember Onimusha. Well, yes. Onimusha, yeah. So Onimusha my- one yes. and two. The, I love the fact that Onimusha one had the Japanese subtitles because I remember playing the game in English and I'm just like, this sounds kind of bad. <laughs> and then they took out the Japanese subtitles in Onimusha two, and all you could hear were the English ones. I'm just like, oh great! Now we get this like really bad dubbing. Yes. Well, I don't know if you ever played the third one, but the third one has Jean Reno in it. I know! It. And, 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 and I remember thinking, even before I played the game, I'm like, it has the professional in it. It's going to be awesome. And he had that pretty, it's this pretty cool whip yeah. and stuff like that. It was, it was a really great game. I never, I, 
I, I don't know what happened, but I never got around to playing number three. Yeah, I never finished it, but I did. I own it. It's still at my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, I'm really glad that they brought back Unimusha on... On, on PS4? Current, yeah, yeah, PS4 and 3.6. I mean, it's, for all intents and purposes, it's a it's just an enhanced port, but yes, the first Onimusha was a good game. It was solid. It was definitely a solid yeah. game, yeah. And, I mean, I think the series itself was pretty good. It just kind of, when the fourth one came out, I guess people just lost interest. I also have Onimusha Blade Warriors, <laughs> you know, which you know, is the fighting game. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that. When I was... Um, at my job I work as a special ed teacher yeah um, we have this area where the kids if they if they do well they can go up there and play games one of the games up there was Onimusha Blade Warrior and I actually played it with one of my students me, me. The, um, my, as I mentioned to you before uh, off the podcast my sister was a teacher she could still teach but she's you know re- taking an early retirement and um, she um, she came to me once and she's like Jimmy What's a good reward to give my students? And I was saying, like, oh, you can let them play a video game in class. Or, if you want to be really creative, you can let the children do wrestling entrances. <laughs> where you could play the wrestling theme song and then let them act as the wrestler. I never thought of doing that. That, like, that would be really fun. We, um... My, a lot of my students really like the game Fortnite. Yeah, So yeah. they're like, oh, can we watch Fortnite videos? I'm like, fine, we'll watch Fortnite videos. I, I personally can't really stand the game. It's I've never played Fortnite, but I know of it. Like, yeah. Like, I've never, because I'm not a shooter game, because I get disoriented mm-hmm. easily from shooter games uh, and, and 3D games. But, like, uh virtual reality yeah but, but i still i'll still you know i mean i don't think it's a bad no game i think it's just i i see it everywhere and it's just like one of those eh. oh it's it, it's definitely become in society because movies are doing it tv shows are doing it you know in that uh, in the most recent movie with dave bautista he's doing the, the floss dance oh my uh, i don't remember the name of it but it's like a fairly recent movie i know which movie you're yeah, talking he's like, about yeah it's it's kind of like kindergarten cop 2.0 <laughs> you know oh so so it's so we're ignoring the one that came out with dolph lundgren yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> but um so if you um were to uh rank final fantasies right because that's your favorite what would you say is the in your opinion, the best Final Fantasy game. Well, I mean, that's going to be subjective. Yeah, it's your people, opinion. So whatever you like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of people are probably going to be like, oh, I like this one. But if I had to choose one, it would definitely be Six. Um, okay. I thought Six had a really strong cast, and every cast member got to have their point, their their moment to shine. Yes. Um, the villain is definitely... I wouldn't... I don't know if I'd call him like multi-dimensional yes. because like if you really think about it he just he's just a guy that during being um infused with magic went mad but I mean that's I mean there's not really much of a backstory with him like say for Sephiroth because Sephiroth has has this whole backstory where he's you know he he grew up and he was in soldier and then he found out like that who his real mother was spoiler by the way but yeah yeah but okay. like six is like you've got this guy who's already crazy but you get to see just like all the crazy stuff that he does throughout the game and he without spoiling it he does achieve something that he set 
that he originally set out to do. Yes, and, exactly. And then he's going to like, oh, you want to... He's like, oh, I just did this. Well, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, exactly. Six is definitely my favorite. I, but like... Yeah. A lot of the other ones I do... Well, except for two. I, I do not like Final Fantasy 2. Well, I've said this many times on the podcast, but my favorite... It's seven because that was the first game that I played, and then such a compelling game and storyline and, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. My least favorite is nine. Really? Yes. You know, I just I thought it was at uh, you know kind of slow, and uh, the only this again this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I only think that the the it's, reason to play it is the Vivi character. Yes, Vivi is a great character. It's it's interesting because like. I've been learning that there are a lot more people that do not like Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. I personally think it's... I, I really like it because yeah. it's a throwback to the SNES era of Final Fantasy games. So it's like the fantasy, kind of, of the course. steampunk. It's understandable. Like, uh, for example, another genre, but still in... Uh, another game, but still in the wheelhouse, Persona. Mm-hmm. Like, the first Persona is vastly different from the, this mm-hmm. current Persona. And it, it like, it was... The first Persona was more slower paced. It, you know, it had it had a, a it's still a very in, enthralling storyline. But as the as it got older, they uh, they they tweaked the graphics more. They they made it more uh, I guess user friendly is the word. You know, because because the older Personas were pretty aggressive. Like the bosses were mm. difficult. They weren't like Dark Souls difficult, but they were difficult. You know, like like. Like, why am I still playing this game? Difficult, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but is that a game that you rage quit? Oh no! I I usually what would happen was I've never I've never I've never rage quit a game, but I usually get angry at it, and then I'll come back to it, but I won't like stop. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, ah, put the controller down for a moment, and then they're like, all right get back into it you know what I mean? yeah that, i'm it's interesting because i've there have been a few times where i've done that um i can think of the past time i was streaming castlevania 3 and i got to the last boss and like i could not for the life of me beat him and i was just getting really frustrated because if you game over you got to go back to the beginning of the stage of and getting through that stage is a marathon in itself and i'm just like okay here's what's gonna happen i'm just gonna put this down we'll come back to it tomorrow so that's, that happened. I came, I put it down. I came back to it tomorrow. First time I got to Dracula, beat him. Wow. And it was just like, there you go. Sometimes you, you just need that mental state of rest to kind of... Of course, yeah. Sometimes you can take a breather. They, yeah. um, this game that I had, I don't know if you played it. I'm sure you have. It's pretty popular. Chrono Cross. Oh, Which was Chrono the signal to, a, a sequel to Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. And there was a special ending that you could get if you beat the boss by doing a certain color order yeah and and the thing is though my game would freeze on me while i was fighting the boss and then so i would be doing good with the colors and then it would freeze and then i'd just be like ah you know you can't you you have to reset the game because it's frozen but i eventually did beat that boss with all the color coding it took several times but i just remember being like so like disappointed you know it's like Having a a game for the original PlayStation and not having a memory card, uh, you know what I mean? Or it's having like your the, memory card erased. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, exactly. Yeah, the, the days of those third party memory cards where, like, I there was one called the Mega Memory Card. Yes, and I had those. They were like double stacked, and 
you know, like that, yeah. Well, they, they had it, like, it was like 99 pages. You'll never have to buy a memory card again. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, this is exciting. But the way that the, the, the first models, the way they had you change them, you had to hit all four shoulder buttons and then slowly, like, hit the right button. They're like, okay, page two, page three. Yeah. And then it, like, took a couple seconds for it to set to page two. Um, the one I had was, uh, I think it was performance, mm -hmm. and there was a button on the memory card, and you pressed it to switch the was pages. Was it a 12-page one? Oh, I don't, I don't know how many pages it was. I don't remember, but I just remember the button being physically on the memory yeah, card. Yeah, the, 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 they eventually changed it to that one. But the problem with these old mega memory cards... Yes. Yeah they were not stable so like sometimes you switch and all of a sudden it's like this memory card needs to be formatted it's like no i don't want to be format the memory card so you're like you take you say no you take it out you put it back in and then all your memory's gone yeah uh, yeah that, that that's that's definitely a sad story <laughs> when that happens um my i had a i may have mentioned this on the podcast but i had a friend that um he was playing tekken and i think it was tekken tag tournament and uh he had no memory card but he didn't want to lose all the progress that he had, so he left the PlayStation on. And then eventually the PlayStation just burned out because he didn't turn it off for like a week or something like that. And, and if that and if Tekken Tag also, that was like a launch title. Yeah, so yeah. if that was a launch PlayStation 2, those things were notorious. The lenses were burning yes. out. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure he eventually learned his lesson and got a memory <laughs> card. <laughs> yep. And the PlayStation 2 memory cards were really reliable, too. Of course, they were very reliable. Yeah. They, were, they were like, uh, almost like, um, uh, for lack of a better comparison, Shure microphones. Have you ever seen the Shure microphones? A lot of performers use them. Yeah, uh, they, they take a lot of beatings, and then they still work per perfectly fine. Uh, but uh, um, I'm wondering, like, as I ask a lot of people, if you were to make a game it doesn't matter if it's a video game or a board game or whatever what would the game premise be what would what would it be <laughs> it's crazy because i i mentally like i'll just mentally daydream about something like a type of game yes um it'd be like persona and, and by persona i mean like having like the daily life aspect yes. where you know you're going to school well in my case i'd be going to work and stuff like that building relationships and stuff but just expand that like you're actually you're actually like doing stuff at work you're interacting with people and stuff yeah. like that making relationships That's you can you can um you can like make new skills so i guess in this in a sense it's a mix of like the social aspect of persona yes persona three through five i should say and then like it's a bit like The Sims, where it's like, you know, you're doing your life skills, but like, I guess add more of like a real life twist to it. Oh, I get like what I've, you're saying. Yeah. I've always thought, I've always actually thought about that. That's pretty cool. Now, um, I have another question. Mm -hmm. If you could be in any universe, any canon, what universe would it be? Hmm. Well, I gotta think of all the universes that I'd want to it doesn't necessarily have to be video game related, but if you want to stay in that realm, that's Yeah, fine. I'd rather stay in that. I mean, I've thought about a couple ones. Um, I think staying in, like, the 100 AD era of Chrono Trigger would be kind of cool because it's, like, right on the cusp of technology but still kind of has, like, the, the, the knights and stuff like that. Like, you still have the castle. Oh, yeah, or, or then Or Mass Effect would be kind of cool, too, because it shows that 
humanity has made it out there. I yeah. mean, I, I could, I, I, I wouldn't want to have to deal with the Reapers or the Collectors or anything like that. Oh of yeah, course. yeah, that's But scary. it'd be cool just to see like what's out there and like see where where humanity goes and like what they do. And then you know you have all these other races like yes. meeting an Asari or a Quarian. I don't know about a Krogan. They might try to... Yeah. They might be a little too... Too, too jump, jumpy on the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> or they, they might they might just headbutt me. Maybe, maybe. They, um, so, I would say that we've come to this portion where I, I like to call it the advice portion. If you want to give any type of advice, be it gaming advice or whatever, uh, feel free to give it. If you don't, then we can just move on to the social media part where... If people want to contact you or you want to share that information, this is your moment to do that. Well, um, video game advice, I can say, be open to trying, like, trying games. As, as long as, like, you can handle them. Like, there have been some times where people have offered me games and stuff that I never thought I would have played. Or um, I've been part of communities where they play games that I've never heard of. Um, earlier, uh, we were playing Wild Guns. Yes. And this is a game I would have never heard of if um, I didn't see it played by a couple of people who do a weekly... They do, they do their own weekly s- stream. I don't yes. know if I can plug that. Oh, I don't... I, it's up to you. Okay, so, um, yeah. The, there's this... One of the communities I've been part of before... Before I was part of, like, Geek and Sundry, before yes. I was part of the Vanguard, was um, Backloggery. And they would... Every Monday, they'll play a game they'll just pick a random game and they'll play it and they'll like commentate on it and stuff and just have fun one of the games they played was wild guns and i had never heard about this game before until they played it and i i saw them just like this just looks really cool and eventually it was re-released and i i played it and enjoyed it so like you know just be open to seeing some of these games because sometimes you might like them you might it might be it's like oh i can never see myself playing that and then turn on it's like oh this game's actually pretty fun and it could be the opposite where it's like oh i literally want to play this game it's just like eh, i didn't feel it so much yeah but exactly. i mean yeah just be open to games and like don't don't get too frustrated if you need to take a break take a break and i guess for advice and this is this is coming from a person i who who has anxiety and stuff i mean yeah just to know just be sure to be open with people. Let people know what's going on because people care about you and they want to know. Like, they want to know if you're doing okay. But, I mean, just it's okay to let people in. My dig dug thing just went off on yeah. my phone. Yes, it's fun. Yeah, that's another one of my old, old-time old favorite Namco games, Dig Dug. Dig Dug, <laughs> all right, yes. Well, um, so, um, I guess around this time, um, I would like to say to everyone... Uh, a Palatin is, or Pally, is, uh, is a, you know, very considerate, very uh, uh, poetic, if I may, <laughs> you know, uh, awesome gamer and person. And, uh, you know, so I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. And uh, until next time, um, you can, if you're interested in keeping up with me on social media, on um on Twitch and Twitter, I go by Paladin356, and on Instagram, you can find me at Pally356, and I'm trying to get better with Instagramming, but <laughs> it's, it's there. Yes, it's there. All right, everybody, until next time. Have a good G-G. one.